Welcome to JTGC. Join the group chat. This is season two, episode four, I believe. Um, so far, it, it looks like we're doing an episode every month. Um, but you know, we're gonna get back. I'm gonna get back on track, and we're gonna get back on track. And you know, because you guys have been asking and asking and asking. Um, and honestly, so much life has happened for me in the past even month. Um, so I've kind of been a little bit distracted, but I am all about consistency and I have not been showing it, but I'm going to get back on track. So, um, today, um, there are just a couple things I wanted to talk about. Um, some, some things that people brought up, well, one of the topics that people brought up, um, you guys have also been asking about Derek being back on and, um, of course, uh, my co-host, uh, Derek has his own podcast, whether or not he, you know, updates it regularly, but he has his own podcast, so he's not gonna be on here every single time, cause, you know, I'm starting to think y'all liking Derek a little bit too much. Back up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I definitely, um, somebody brought up some really good topics for us to talk about, which I think will be very interesting because he is a very interesting person. Um, and my co-host, we're going to get back together. We're going to get it back together because I think, um, our schedules are just kind of a little bit crazy and kind of missing each other right now. Um, but she absolutely will be back on, um, because apparently people like her bluntness. Uh, so... So I do want to be a little bit transparent, but um, really share a valuable, very valuable lesson um, that I have had to kind of relearn. I think it's something that's so simple, yet we don't take it seriously or we just don't realize the consequences of, of not, you know, knowing this lesson. And really that's whatever you say out of your mouth, you can't take back. Um, and... Don't, you know, just don't say you stuff that you don't mean. And I'm not going to go too much into it um, because no matter what I do, um, whether it's mentoring, whether it's, um, you know, anything with church or anything like this, I do, like I say, I'm very transparent, but I do try to keep a, some type of level of privacy. Um, so I don't want to go too much into it, but with my relationship uh, recently, I had said something. I, I was kind of, I mean, my emotions were kind of heightened for a number of reasons at the time. Um, family stuff, um, kind of irritated with this person um, in my boyfriend's life. It's just, yeah. So, and it was just kind of like all together. And I think my brain was kind of just going off and, you know, my hormones are just all over the place, my brain, everything. So, for some reason, my mom had called me with some news about someone that is, um, that was really near and dear to my heart. Uh, I've known her since I was, like, five. I mean, since I've started going to my mom's church. So, well, probably, like, three then. Um, but anyway. And then, I was also kind of, you know, already thinking about some stuff, and was just you know too much and like literally what happened was uh I was supposed to be somewhere but not for another hour at this point and I ended up being I was just like and I was supposed to be doing something with my boyfriend too and I was like (laughs) I just kind of stopped it and I was just like you know what I'm pissed off like I just decided that I was just angry and I decided that I was just 
you know, I'm like, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. And mind you, I, th- I mean, at that point, we were having a really good day, like, I really did. Like, it literally, it just kind of, it was just too much at one point, I think, for my head to process. And when my mom called me, it kind of set everything over. So I literally, like, called him upstairs, and... I don't know if I don't know if he was already coming upstairs. I I'm pretty like it's kind of a blur that day, but I think like I had ended up um, saying like, hey, can you go can you come here real quick? And I was just like, yeah, well, I'm leaving early, so he was just like, uh, okay. And I think he didn't he didn't realize at first that I was upset um, because he was just kind of like, I was just like, uh, he was like, oh, did you do, you know did you do what I asked you to do? And I was like, well, I was like, nope, <laughs> like you know, and I I don't know I don't know. It just, it was kind of, it just happened in a blur, and then I just, like, I was just like, hey, like, you love me, like, yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, I pretty much, uh, I guess in his mind broke up with him, but I didn't, didn't mean to, but I said, whatever I said, and it kind of escalated from there, and then, um, it just wasn't, because I think he was kind of caught off guard, and then... I don't even remember what I said. I just know I was just like, you know what? Like, you need to figure out some stuff. Like, my and nothing specific happened at that point. But I was just like, you know, you need to figure out blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, all right, you know what? Like, and I, and I kind of, I knew, and I know him. And I know he, he just doesn't like to argue. So he just kind of was just like, yeah, we're not going to argue. And um, for an entire week, <laughs> like, it was like, I I found myself trying to like take back what I said, you know, because I I think honestly, you know what? Okay, so like a lot of you guys make a comment about, you know, he oh he seems like he doesn't have feelings and emotions, you know, from when he talks on here, (laughs) and it's not that he doesn't have feelings and emotions. I think that I look at my boyfriend a lot, and I think in him is so like he's hard, you know, he he's hard, like um. He's not, like, super emotional. He's not super sensitive. Like, let me put it this way. He's not, like, on the outside. He's not super sensitive. He's not super emotional. So, it's like, I always look at him as hard. So, sometimes I forget that I can actually hurt his feelings. Um, And that's just real. I think if you're around Derek, you know that um, Derek is who he is. (laughs) Like, I don't know how else to explain it. He's who he is. And I forget that I can hurt his feelings sometimes. Sometimes I feel like like nothing seems to like nothing seems to bother him when it comes to me. Now me, I'm like really sensitive. Anyone who knows me knows. I mean, I'll cry in a heartbeat. Like I was watching, what was I watching? I was watching. I don't know if you guys uh, remember the show My So Called Life. And for some reason, like, and that was when I was a teenager. But for some reason, I'm rewatching and I'm just like crying because the girl, because uh, the girl like realized she had a crush on this boy or whatever, and he finally like. <laughs> you know finally I guess finally like gave her some play and I'm just like oh my god it's so beautiful yeah like I mean I will sit and think about like my relationship and just cry like oh my god I love him so much yeah I'm that sensitive so I just I just sometimes I forget that I can hurt his feelings and I mean because he's he's just he's a very very masculine man you know what I mean like he's very masculine I mean which I mean who doesn't love a masculine man right um but sometimes I just forget he's not you know he's 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 still human you know he's still human so when it happened I didn't really think honestly that I would be hurting his feelings and um I didn't realize until later that he took it a certain way um 
I didn't realize until later that I heard it that I didn't have to challenge y'all. But the point of that, the point of saying that is, um, it definitely like shifted things. And I can say that I, I almost lost him. He lost our relationship for real, I guess. But on my account, you know. Um, and then I was trying to explain to him, like, I'm not trying to argue. I'm just trying to talk. He's like, that's not how you talk. And, um, and I realize that now. You know, I realize that I sh- that you really cannot, like, you can't, once you say something, you can't take it back. Like, you really can't. And you can't just, and one thing, you know, one thing Derek taught me, which is, like, I kind of never thought about it. But he was like, you can't choose how someone else interprets something. And I was just like, wow, that is so like you know because i mean it's something that sounds so simple and so like common sense but i mean i really didn't think about that because i'm just like that's not what i meant and you shouldn't have took it that way and that's kind of how my first thought i'm like you know me like you know i didn't mean that and then he's like yeah i know you but you cannot you i want to put that on a shirt i swear i do but you can't choose how i am so i'm doing the find your way back part two and i'm totally using this um if you're listening to which i think he was his stuff love you um i'm totally using that like you can't choose how someone's gonna interpret something you know once you once you say something you can't get you can't take it back and 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 it's it just taught me a lot like kind of how to choose my words wisely and to really think about what i say before i say it you know and think about the consequences that it could you know it could have because um he's very important to me um, very, very important to me. I think sometimes I don't like to admit how important he is to me and, and not, not in a bad way, but it's scary when someone means a lot to you because it's like, like, okay. So over this week, the thought of not like us not being together and us not accomplishing what we are building now in regards to just everything, like, like, and I, I, I talk about, I know my friends know, I talk about all the time. Like I can't wait to in a year or to have a business with Derek and, you know, and be like a power couple, power parents. Like, I just can't wait for that. And to think that I almost lost it off account on something I said. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely learned a lesson. And it's interesting because um, the lesson was brought back to me actually today, which is why I was like, you know what? I really feel like I need to talk about this. Um, my mom... Uh, I, I don't think I'm, I want to disclose too much information about that, but um, my mom isn't uh, doing too well. And, um, you know, we had a conversation today, and she brought back something that I said when I was like 17. No, I wasn't. I was probably like 21 in life. Okay. <laughs> I was like 21, and I'm 20 something now. Um, but I was like 21, and I said something to her, and it. Um, and I'm adopted, so it was around that area. Um, I was mad at her one day, kind of just, you know, spewing at the mouth. Because, well, my mom, you know, uh, bless her heart, I love her so much. <laughs> um, growing up, my mom was, it, it was kind of like when, you know, when you argue with your parents or, you know, you get into it with your parents. My mom definitely hit below the belt a lot, um, which me and my brothers had to teach her that, you know, she really, she really used to do that when we were younger. She used to hit blow the belt. She used to definitely say stuff, and you know, and she know, and she knows it's like she used to say stuff to like purposely kind of hurt you in a way. Um, 
and, and I don't think it's her fault. I think it's just it has it has a lot to do with you know how she grew up and you know certain things like that. You know, and she's older. You know, my mom is she'll be 80 this in September, God's willing. Um, so it's just a different era. You know what I mean? So she just she's built different. You know. Um, but she used to help below the belt. So as I got older, I started doing the same thing. I started like saying stuff that I knew would hurt her. But, and like I said, it is not, I mean, it's not, a. I know what, I know how it sounds. Cause it's like, why would you say something to hurt your mom? But I mean, like, and I, I mean, uh, I, I'm not the book that I just released, but I'm in my book, my next book that will come out, uh, dust by day, stars by night. I talk about how I talk about me and my mom's relationship. And I, I did ask her if I can, you know, talk about it. And, uh, she was she's kind of like, yeah, she's like, I, I'm pretty sure you talked about it anyway, when, you know, <laughs> when it was happening, so whatever, you know, so, you know, she's, she understands, but, um, I mean, my mom would say stuff like, because, and I, like I said, I talk about this in the book, so, but she would say stuff like, you know, if I knew back then what I know now, you know, I wouldn't have told the judge yes, you know, and I, like I said, I'm adopted, so, if I, you know, she would say stuff like, oh, I know, I know why your mom gave you, like, I mean, it was below the belt, so now hearing stuff like that as a kid, I, that, like, and I'm talking about like middle school, like going into high school, like that type of thing. And so once I got into high school and beyond, it was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna like you're not about to keep doing that to me, you know? I'm gonna just keep. And it was it was a very toxic relationship. A lot of people throw that toxic word around, and you don't, you, you know what I'm saying? Like when you really, really, really know toxic, you understand that toxic is not it's not just for everything. Like some things are just oh people just have personality differences. Um, some things that people just have personality flaws, but I mean, it was a very toxic thing. Um, it was just, it, it just wasn't the best. But anyway, um, my point was she said something and when she brought it to me, I'm like, you're talking about like five years ago. Wow. I just told my age. Uh, but you, you're talking about like five years ago. And she was telling me how that, like that one thing that I said hurt her so much. And I was like, but mom, like, you know, I was, we was just arguing, you know, I didn't mean it. And she was like, but she was like the sting never went away and I'm like wow because I'm thinking and I'm just like that's crazy because you know it's like this lesson just keeps coming up you know and uh and it's funny because even in that lesson my child who's seven um she had a situation like that too she I mean and now hers is a lot simpler she told some little girl um, she told me, she said, Ma, she's like, I, t I told the girl, I told, I told her I didn't want to be friends with her anymore. Now she won't talk to me. And I was like, why would you tell her that? She was like, because she didn't give me her candy. You know, and like I said, she's seven, so second grade. This, this is like her, her worst, <laughs> the worst thing that's happened to her, you know. Um, and she's just like, she's like, but mom, I want to be her friend. I was like, why didn't you, why? you know, and now mind you, I already went through this thing with my boyfriend, but I'm just like, well, why did you say that you didn't want to be her friend if you really want to be her friend? And she's like, well, because she didn't give her a kid and I was mad at her. And I was just like, wow, you know, like this is really something that I think it's, you really have to teach it young, you know, because um, growing up, to be honest, in, in my household, we said a lot of stuff we didn't mean and we said sorry and and just went on about our business and then did it again and just kept saying sorry. So that's, you know, that's how I grew up. And a lot of times I think, people also need to understand when you're with somebody you need to understand how they grew up and I mean and of course there's no way I think that you can really like before you date somebody before you marry somebody that you can know every single detail about their childhood but sometimes I feel like you know you need to understand kind of 
if there's something that you don't like about them or if there's something that you're like why do you do that you know i think it's it's uh important to just try to figure out who they are and you know where they come from because like i said in my in my household we said a lot of stuff we didn't mean and then we just would say sorry and then my mom would take me to the store or you know give me mcdonald's or take me to the old old country buffet and you know and then it was just like okay we kind of just forgot about it until we did it again you know um versus now my relationship I have to understand that you know, it, it can't be like that. I can't just say stuff I don't mean and then just be like, hey, well, listen, because I, and it's funny because I told Derek, I was like, Derek, I said sorry a million times. He's like, okay, I, okay, you're okay. Like, you know, and I'm just like, no, like I said, sorry. So you're supposed to forgive me and we're supposed to move on. Like, and, and it, you know, and, and it, it wasn't like that, you know, I had to really understand, I think. And, um, I'm kind of glad that I'm kind of glad it happened the way it did, like before we got married, because like I said, I, I think, I think if like that same day he would have took me, you know, he would have been like, okay, like, you know, it's okay. I don't think I would learn the lesson versus being like, and I know some people are like, no, it's not that long enough. For me, it was very long and he, and he knows how I am. So he knows that it was like complete torture for a whole week. So, but I, but I needed that to learn the lesson. So, you know, whatever, but we're good now. Um, but yeah, like. I think we all need to understand, like, you cannot, you can't, you really have to, it just taught me to, to really think about what I say before I say it, and I think, and I told, and I promised myself, I said, if I ever feel like I'm about to spew some bull, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna take a deep breath and just shut my mouth, and I'm gonna save it to, and if, and if 30 seconds later I still want to say it, you know what I'm saying, then, okay, but I give myself 30 seconds before, to really think about it, because I think if I would have, I think if I would have just stopped for a second, honestly, um, the situation with Derek, I think if I would have stopped for a second, I probably wouldn't have did it. I probably would have been like, okay, you know what, just walk outside or something, take a deep breath, come back in. Or even, or even if I would have just, um, cause initially when, when, if, when I first started talking my, my crap, you know, he initially said like, he was like, you know what, just go outside, you know, just go, just go. And I didn't, I just kept pushing the issue. And, um, yeah, so I think if I initially would have just kind of just went outside and we just kind of took a deep breath and came back like, okay, I'm, you know, babe, don't even worry about it. It's okay. Um, but instead, like I said, I pushed the issue and I just kind of reacted and just really sat and dwelled in my emotions and just kind of spewed it. And it, and it just, it, a lot of stuff happened that I shouldn't have, you know, um, like I, just, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have hurt his feelings and we didn't have to go through a whole week without like being together. So, um, but I learned my lesson though. I learned my lesson and, and you know what? And it's very important because I'm like, I know that I want to teach my kids that, you know, I want to teach, I want to instill in them in an early age, um, to say what you mean and mean what you say and understand the consequences behind that. And I think, and I think that's going to be very important in our household you know, especially with me and Derek being the example to each other, you know, I think that's, that's the biggest thing, you know, like, we have to be the example, so there's, you know, well, number one, <laughs> we ain't arguing in front of the kids, you know, um, you know, uh, sometimes, I guess, like, you know, me, I'm like, okay, well, you know, like, my, um, like, our youngest is one, and then, you know, baby but I'm just like you know the older ones especially not arguing for them but I mean like you know, uh, you know the, the baby the baby happens to be in the room you know when we're we're speaking it you know but no um but no seriously uh I 
I, I, you know what? I, I want to make it a point for me and Derek. You know, for it just, I mean, in general, like not to be, not to argue, like just to have, be able to talk. And I think that's really important for couples, like to not, to be able to have a conversation, like to be able to have an adult conversation. Um, you know, and hear each other out. But, uh, and I think, you know, and, and I, and I, the other thing is, I am like, I don't like people mad at me. So, when I saw that he was upset with me, my first, like, <laughs> for, literally, I tried to take it back, like, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, my God, no, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he's like, no, no, you know, and I, I just think that's so powerful, like, you cannot, you can't choose how someone is going to react or how someone is going to inter- interpret, and you can't be upset at how they do it, because, um, you know, you said it, and you put it in the air, and now it's, it's up to them to figure out what it means for them, um, and I, and I'm learning that, absolutely learning that, you know, I had to learn it the hard way, but I, I do think, you know, this is an important lesson to, to learn before I get married, like I said, I grew up a certain way, so in my mind, I'm like, oh, I said sorry, like, and I'm like, and I had to have said it about four or five times, like, but I said sorry, I said sorry, like, but I said sorry a million times, but I said sorry, like, a million, how many more times do you want me to say sorry? Because in my mind, growing up, saying sorry and giving you a kiss or giving you a gift is how you get over it and get past it, and we just move right along, you know. But Derek clearly taught me, you know, that's not that's not how you do it. Um, but yeah, so that that was a valuable lesson, and, and I hope you guys, I honestly hope you guys, uh, you, I hope you guys, you know, learn that, and you don't have to do it the hard way, and hurt someone's feelings and kind of go through unnecessary drama in your relationship, friendship, mother, daughtership, son, fathership, anything, you know, um, say what you mean and mean what you say. I always think it's interesting, um, when people come to me for relationship advice, because, um, I think that I am, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm still figuring out a lot of stuff in my relationship. I'm still learning. Um, but I love to try to help wherever I can, especially if I've gone through it or I've been through it. Um, but someone had asked me advice. It was on, funny. It was on Snapchat. Um, about like a week and a half ago. But I clearly, guys, I haven't made an episode since Valentine's Day. So, um, it was pretty much saying like, you know, if a person treats you, you know, really well, um, but you know, that they have, you know, they talk to another person or they say stuff that, that, you know, in a relationship, you probably shouldn't be saying to somebody else, you know, how would you address it? And it's an ongoing thing. Uh, <laughs> uh this is interesting um and I kind of wanted to approach it from a very general you know bystander point of view there was a couple more details in there but um that's the general thing and it's because I know this person it's it'll be very hard for me to say the details without like you know spilling the beans of who they're talking about (laughs) who I know listens to this so um here's the thing um it's that type of situation would be very hard for me to give, like, you know, proper advice because I feel like everyone is different. Um, I, I feel like there are people 
that can be extremely committed to someone and then to feed their ego or I don't really know what it is like <laughs> I, I feed their ego I don't really know I don't know why guys do what they do um, <laughs> because I'm not a guy but they for some reason talk to other females or in some situations a certain female and flirt or whatever um personally i feel like it's disrespectful i mean i'm going to try to keep this general <laughs> um but i feel like it's disrespectful i i think that if you're committed to someone, there should like you shouldn't be talking nasty to somebody else. You shouldn't be there should be no female or man no female or male on this planet other than your significant other that even thinks that they have that type of pull with you. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel. You know, am I am I listen, my boyfriend already knows how I feel about this type of stuff. But um there should like there like there's no like Listen, like, there's no way you should be calling another female your anything. Like, because how would you feel if you're, if you're seeing if another was doing that? You know what I'm saying? Um, you should, oh. uh, like I said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give advice here. <laughs> it's very hard because this is like, you know, touchy subject with me. Um, but there should be no female or male that has any feel like they have any type of pull or the one one thing I don't think that men or women that do this get like you're making your significant other look stupid as hell like stupid as shit like you know what I'm saying I try not to curse on here because you know I know some <laughs> some some of my little you know my, my people uh but listen, it's just no other way to put it. Like, you're making your significant other look stupid as shit. And, like, that person is laughing at your significant other because they're, like, they're laughing. Like, they're, like, Psh, oh, yeah, okay, she posted him. Okay, he posted her, but shit, I got him. I got her. And, like, why would you want your significant other to feel like to do that? You know, if okay, you guys have to listen to, if, you, if you're listening to this, you have to listen to the February 14th, um, the Valentine's Day, because I kind of touch on this. I mean... Um, which I think this person had, this is where the question came from, but I had, I was touching on this, like, you know, if you can't be committed, just be honest with your person and let it go. Like, I mean, because you're just going to end up hurting somebody, you know what I'm saying? And my thing is that, which I've, um, I've already talked about something like this, but like, especially if you're trying to marry somebody, you're trying to, you know, build a life to somebody. Why would you need that other person? Because if you can't let that person go, then why don't you go be with them? Like, <laughs> it's like, if that's the case, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you really can't, if you can, if, if it's that serious that you can't let that person go, then maybe you need to figure out, you know, what you really want in life. Because if you want this person, you want your significant other, then you wouldn't do anything to threaten that. You know what I'm saying? I saw this quote and I, I absolutely love it. It was like, you know, get you a man who has no problem hurting other women's feelings when it comes to protecting yours. And that's how I would want my man to be. Like, I want you to protect my feelings as your woman, as your girlfriend, as your fiance, as your wife, as your mother of your kid, anything. Like, I would want you to protect my feelings over, you know, 
over anything protecting my feelings is letting like put these chicks in their place let them know that they ain't they're not yours you you know you're not theirs at all like you're not in a relationship with them a fake relationship a fake boyfriend no like y'all not getting married y'all not having kids y'all not doing shit stop talking that dumb shit with them because then they gonna really think that they they really there you know what i'm saying like why why if you got if you, you got a whole person here that you doing all the shit with the real shit that you you know you you, you having sex with them you trying to get married to them you trying to have kids with them why would you be entertaining another person and telling them that they about to have all of that because you're just making it seem to look stupid no how you approach it <laughs> um i don't know if there, i don't know if there's a right way to approach it i think I, the per let me t- I'm, I'm gonna tell you straight up the person that's doing it ain't gonna be happy about the conversation about that absolutely because they're gonna be thinking like first well oh man i you know what i didn't ask this person how did you find out um how did you find out that they were talking to this other person because that's that's it right there and maybe i don't know i don't really can't disguise your voice so unless you care about that i'll say you know we can bring you on here you can just you know you can talk about your situation um and you know what if you come on here i'll get Derek to come on here and and he'll give you a male perspective because you know that's always insightful when he's on here but no seriously um how did you find out because i think that's important because if you found out like by accident as in like you know I don't know like it just depends on how you found out like if you were looking through his phone i mean that's just a whole nother conversation i'm pretty sure because you know what's funny guys will do guys will do like well you shouldn't have been looking through my phone like really that that's your response I'm like no it, you shouldn't have had it in your phone to to be looked at in the first place you know that type of thing like guys always kind of deflect that's called deflecting gaslighting like instead of like why the freak <laughs> are you talking like this to this female like, that's the first thing you think of, you know? But um, how to approach it, I don't know. Because I have never been able to approach that type of situation in a calm way. Because I feel like you're, like, I feel like in a way, like, okay, when I was in that situation. Okay, actually, I think we talked about this. Okay, so I could talk about this part. So, <laughs> when I was in the situation with Derek and I, like, I, you know, we talked about when I was at, when we was at, uh, where were we at? Applebee's? Or Buffalo Wild Wings. We was at one of them. And then I had saw the, the crap in his phone. If it was one of my, I think it was Buffalo Wild Wings. But we were somewhere. And when I saw it in his phone, you know, my whole mood changed and everything else like that. Um, of course, he thought, like, why were you looking at my phone? Um, also, back then, he told me he stopped talking to her. Like, way back when. Yeah, no. Um, so... Clearly, I have never been able to approach that situation in a nice manner. I mean, it's hard for me to give advice on that. I would think, I would think, follow your heart and follow what you feel like you should do. You know, um, tell them how you feel. The problem with telling them how you feel, though, is uh, I know clearly I'm just like going back and forth, but the problem with telling them how you feel is like sometimes they either won't get it or they won't care. Like they they would rather talk to that female and or that guy you know because girls you know women do it too they'd rather talk to that female or that guy than protect your feelings you know what i'm saying but i would just say have a conversation with him like i also recommend that you 
do it like when you're out like don't do it in like the privacy of your home or like you know uh yeah and the reason why i say that is like like do it when you're out to eat right and then like have already said either y'all going i don't i don't, I don't remember if y'all live together if y'all live together you know y'all going home and you know you can release some tension after that or you know go to a room or something like that but no i i recommend you do it when you're out because i feel like i feel like with me and Derek, i kind of feel like that's the best those are the the best type the, those are the best times we have conversations like when we can really just have a conversation um because i feel like whenever we're like if we're just by ourselves it can get too heightened you know because if you out like you you going you know what i'm saying you going most likely I know you, you'll, you know, you're going to act right. So it's not going to be like a very intense situation, but I do recommend anyone who's listening to this. If you ever have something you want to talk to your significant other about, and it's not, and you know that they're not going to want to talk about it. They're not going to like it. I recommend seriously going out because I feel like that's, I just feel like that's the best time. Like, you know, me and like, I feel like, like me and Derek, like when we, when we're out and we, sometimes I'll be like, okay, you know gonna talk about this and, and this, this is gonna be it but this how I feel I feel like that's the best time because then if you know if you're not you know you're there like and you're looking at each other's eyes and stuff like that <laughs> I'm not, not even trying to sound romantic but like seriously like you're, you're right there so it's like you can't just ignore you can't just be on this phone with me but I mean that, that's just the best advice I have just try to tell him how you feel like if he really loves you if he really cares only if he really loves you he really cares he'll stop he'll stop doing it you know what i'm saying now for the guys that don't stop doing it and really love their girl i don't know um like i said you know what i am definitely gonna try to get Derek on the next one and so he can he can shed light on this because i don't even know so that's the first advice (laughs) So, now, people ask me for, um, people been asking me for relationship advice or, you know, even for me and Derek to do them, me and my co-host, and a lot of them I can't relate to, so I try not to, um, like, if I have no knowledge of, like, how to deal with a situation, I probably won't. I'm not gonna come on here and talk about something I don't know. So, um, but I thought it was really interesting. So... This guy said, I mean, well, first of all, I'm not going to give advice on this, but because <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. But this guy said that he did a threesome with another female. And now his female and the other girl is just off all the time. Um, you know, and he feels like the girl's going to take her away from him because he's the one introduced the girl to his female. Here's the thing. That's what I'm going to tell you. Um... Like, I don't, I don't know why people still do threesomes. I mean, I guess it's fun. I mean, I've never done one. But at the same time, I don't like to share. I'm not, this, this, which is the main, one of the main reasons why I have such a problem with, you know, certain people in my boyfriend's life. But um, I, don't, I don't share, like, and I, I feel like I, sh- I shouldn't have to because my man doesn't have to share me. Um, that's number one. Um, number two I mean, I think it depends on how long y'all been together. Because if y'all haven't been together long, you already trying to introduce other people, then you come, you know. That's kind of screwing up anyway. Um, but if your girlfriend is off having sex with this other female all the time, like, that's cheating. 
I know some I know sometimes guys like to look at it differently because it's female and female, but that's cheating. She's cheating on you. So you need to evaluate the situation and tell her to stop. <laughs> and if she doesn't want to stop, then Yeah. Uh you you might you might wanna, you know, remove yourself from that situation. Um I feel like I feel like as just in general like we have really um I don't know if generalized sex if that's if that's the right way to put it but I feel like we've made it like sex is like nothing like sex is just should be shared with every goddamn body but no um now of course if, if you know me you know I go to church and stuff like that so now the bible teaches you that sex is supposed to be only between married people now clearly I have a number of children so um I have not always followed that principle and I am not gonna sit here and say like oh no I don't believe in that I'm just gonna say for me personally that's just um not the way my relationship goes clearly um but what I'm what I what I what I said that for was like sex is supposed to be something special like I don't think I mean if you're in a relationship you shouldn't be having a whole bunch like you shouldn't have other people in your sex life like that just no if if that's the case be single and just date or be swingers or what I mean I don't even like the swinger thing um I feel like we I mean just society in general needs to needs to like make sex a private loving you know <laughs> contained act um I never I will never ever let me tell you something I will never and I put that on everything I love everyone I love everything and I, and I don't I don't like doing that but seriously I will never ever have a threesome in my life that's number one number two um if my man ever asks me to have one like I don't know I don't know how y'all approach the situation but I guarantee you if my man ever asked me for one like number one would be immediate no and number two i'd be like i hope you're joking and i don't believe in divorce but if he can't just have just me in the bedroom then you know we have a huge problem so you know it's either get addressed or you know we gonna address it but um yeah i just think i don't think that's a good idea like don't mix other people in your bedroom and i feel like you really should probably talk to her and be like, listen, what do you want? Do you want me or do you want her? Like, are you gay? Are you bisexual? Like, I, cause I don't know how that works. You know what I'm saying? Because, which is why I would never, you're never going to ever, ever. Oh my God, never, never. <laughs> um, But you just, and I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it's for some people, but it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for me. And I just, I don't do the sharing. And I don't think that if you're in a committed relationship, you should be sharing either. So just talk to her. So I said I wanted to talk about this when um, when I felt a little bit better and when I felt that I was able to. Um, but there is a such thing as um, prenatal depression. I think we talk about postpartum all the time, you know, after you have the baby, you know, just the, with the body changes, um, the lack of sleep, the crying, you know, that you deal with that and that, you know, sometimes can transform into postpartum depression um but very rarely do you hear people talk about prenatal depression and pretty much what that is is that um with your hormones changing and your mind changing and like everything stretching and you know twisting uh while the baby is being baked uh the mother can go through depression 
depression. Um, and I think, I don't think it's talked about enough. I also don't think it's understood enough. I think, um, now guys, I'm going to talk to you real quick. I think that you need to understand, like, you know, sometimes I think, you know, you, okay, like, if you see a lot of women with, you know, multiple kids, or if you are with a woman with multiple kids, or if you've gotten a woman pregnant multiple times, I feel like some guys tend to think that it gets either gets easier or like, oh, she should be a pro by now or, you know, or that it's the same every time. And it's really not like, I mean, anyone who knows me knows I have multiple kids, multiple children, um, beautiful, phenomenal, amazing, fantastic, unique, talented, all of that children, you know, um, clearly I have kids, but no, um, I can tell you that every pregnancy was different. Like, every single pregnancy was different. Um, there was not, I mean, there was some similarities, maybe to birthing times. Like, oh, they, these two were like four weeks, four weeks earlier. But, and I had all C-sections. And I can also tell you every single recovery was different. With Nyella, my three-year-old, she's three. She's about to be four this year. Gosh. Um... Within three days, I was back at work. Like my, like at the time, I was you know I was taking care of some kids by myself, you know, but well, whatever. Um, she was three days old when I went back to work. Now, of course, people are like, oh, you know, why you you don't want to spend time with your baby? Uh, at that time, when I was out, I had a bills piling up, and I really, and my job, um, which. I wasn't too smart about it, but my job really wasn't trying to, like, hold my job uh, while I was out. And so instead, I went back and said the thing, and, like, you know, hey, um, I just had a baby. You know, you're supposed to or whatever. Um, But anyway, three days. Three days. Like, I was walking. Matter of fact, after three days, I wasn't even taking no more pain medicine. And if anybody had a C-section, oh, you know that pain. Like, I mean, they literally cut you open. Like, literally cut your stomach open. So, you know, it's painful. Um, my oldest daughter, I would want to say probably like four days, you know, I was kind of, I was feeling a little bit better. Um, you know, it was, I mean, it was just all different. Like, like with, you know, it's funny cause with uh, my oldest daughter, I had, I thought, that, honestly, I thought I was broken because I had no sex drive at all for like six months. I mean, I didn't even like the thought of sex, like literally disgust me literally for like, like five, six months. Like it was bad. Um, you know, my second daughter, she was two months early. Um, you know, and I, I, I had pneumonia and a kidney, bad kidney infection when I had her so I was really sick for a while and like I said with Nyella three days I was I was back to normal like people were like what how in the world are you like this you know uh with Dewana I had a lot of health uh lung problems with her because I, I already have lung problems but you know I'm trying to give it a short break I had a lot of lung problems with her afterwards which I didn't really see that in my other ones with Amaya um, I had electric shocks <laughs> through almost every part of my body for some reason. Um, 
once I hit like six months. So for three months, I mean, I could be walking and it just, and it would, it would, it would, I was in so much pain during my pregnancy with Maya. Like a lot. Um, also, uh, with Dewana, it took me a day to walk again. Like usually, with, like with now with my kids before that, it didn't take me that long. Probably took me just like maybe six, six to eight hours. It took me a whole 24 hours before I actually got out the bed to walk because I was just, I, I just couldn't. I was so weak. With Amaya, it took me a couple days. I mean, I'm not a couple days, I'm sorry. It took me like a couple hours. Um, with Amaya, I played soccer before my eight weeks was up. So, you know, like I said, everyone is different. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we need to understand that, you know, as people, like, I mean, like, and I, and like I said, guys, because most women, I mean, if you've had babies, you understand, you know, um, but some guys don't, I, th- I think they don't really understand, like, how much a woman's body changes, how much her mind changes, all the stuff she goes through, even, you know, with her body and stuff like that, you know. And I feel like men should be just be, you know, a support system. I'm not saying just, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying, you know, uh, your feelings don't matter at this point, because they do. But at the same time, like, you have to understand and be understanding and supportive. Like, that woman is an incubator for, for like, a little human. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's growing an entire, literally growing a human inside of her for nine months. And people are saying, like, once that baby is there, once the, once the baby's there... I mean, your energy, your food, everything goes to that baby. This is this is why you know every now when I'm pregnant, I, I I drink coffee. I like coffee. Normally, without pregnancy, I can't stand this. I think coffee is disgusting and bitter, and no matter how much sugar you put in it, it's nasty. Like I don't know why people drink it, but for some reason, when I'm pregnant, I like coffee. Like crave it sometimes. So. You know, like the baby really changes you. You know, just like with me. Um. You know, like, I, I mean, the smell of peanut butter would make me nauseous. But I love peanut butter and jelly, but for some reason I can't eat it now. So, I mean, a baby changes you. You know? Um, and sometimes, you know, you also have those period of time where you just want to be under, like, your person. You know what I mean? Like, you just want to be just... I just need to be close to you. Like, I don't need to have sex. I just need to be close to you. I just need you to touch me. I just need to feel some type of contact from you. You know what I'm saying? But guys don't understand that, you know? And uh, with me, I'm like, I'm sensitive. So, I th- I, pregnancy, honestly, well, one, one thing that was consistent is pregnancy has brought out um, my emotional side. Like, Cameron, I was like, I was so angry all the time. Like, everything irritated me. Um, Nyella, I was... I was really, I was really happy during that pregnancy, like really, really happy. Um, Jordan, I was stressed out. <laughs> Dewana, it was everything. Amaya was kind of just, you know, just getting through it. Um, but I mean, like all your emotions change, and the last thing you want is to feel like you're misunderstood and like, you know, yeah, you're telling somebody what you need, and they're just kind of like, oh, you're just, you're just overreacting. And, you know, you don't want to feel like that. And I feel like men have a huge part in how women feel. That they feel supported. Like, I mean, sometimes, you know, it's pregnant women. We just, we just want somebody, like, we just, not somebody. We want you to just text us and say, hey, how you feeling? 
like that means the world sometimes like how are you just like like how are you like oh my god like let me tell you it's so funny because now um Derek you know he always sends good morning texts or whatever um but like sometimes randomly he'd be like he would say hey what's up Good morning, um, and then he would just be like, "How are you?" I swear, yo, it's just like I'm proud, and he always does it randomly. Like, you don't, he doesn't. That's not how we talk every day, you know. Sometimes we just go into the conversation of you know how work is or whatever, whatever, you know, our plans or whatever. But sometimes when he just randomly says, "How are you?" like that means the world to me because I'm just like, yeah. And sometimes I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes I may be feeling stressed. I may be, you know kind of sad or whatever for whatever you know like I'm going like I said um the situation my mom is is really really heavy in my life right now so you know I'll be sad or whatever something like that but then like him saying how are you I was like I'm okay you know how are you like and I mean and it's not necessarily lying it's like it's more like when he's like when he says that it's like okay my world's okay for a couple minutes you know Just like cravings, like I, I was talking to somebody and they were like, and this this woman was like, I used to think women were lying, like when they got pregnant, they were craving and stuff like that. They that's just just what they wanted, you know what I mean? Like I like the lady, like the woman had said, like she thought it was just like I want some ice cream, so I'm just gonna say I'm craving ice cream. And she was like, no, like cravings, like cravings, like you really want it till it hurts. And it's really true. Like that's why like some men probably get annoyed. I, I let me tell you something. When I move in with Derek, he is not gonna be. He is, I'm telling you, he's probably going to be like, what in the world? Like, are you serious, like, right now? Um, like, I mean, I wake up, like, early in the morning sometimes, like, craving Chick-fil-A. Like, I mean, like, 3 in the morning. And, which, clearly, I know I can't get it. Um, I'll crave, I, I mean, most of the time, honestly, I've been craving Olive Garden so bad. Like, I crave Olive Garden just, like, so bad. And then, like, the other day, I was craving barbecue. And I don't really eat barbecue. Like I don't, I don't really eat barbecue food. Like I'm not, I don't eat like soul food. Like, I'm like Italian, Spanish. Like, but I was craving barbecue. Then we went to the barbecue place and I was like, okay, I'm good. The cravings are real. Like cravings are real. Cravings are very real. It's just like if you don't get it, and like sometimes you can crave something like a little bit. You know, you get just like a hint, like a, oh, I have a taste for that. But then like them real bad cravings, whoo. You craving it for days, like I, like even now I've been craving Olive Garden for like over a week now, but like I don't want to go by myself. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, cravings are real, and pregnancy is. It's, I mean, it's a real intense, it's an intense process, and you also have to understand like another thing that women. I know, I know a lot of women that I talk to like you get scared, especially in the very first and second trimester. Like it's very scary. Because you're constantly hoping and praying that, you know, when you can't feel the baby move, you can't test if the baby, you know what I'm saying? Like, once you get to that point where the baby starts kicking, it's like, okay, I know how to make sure the baby's okay. I know how to move the, you know, sometimes like moving the hand and moving the foot, like pushing on it. You know, you get the baby to kick back, it's okay. But then like before they kick, before you feel them flutters, it's very hard because you just don't, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot Sometimes you get you get nervous. You just like oh you know just praying, hoping everything's okay. Like that constant fear, you know, is it's very inhabit like inhibiting and in, inhibiting. Is that the word? It's very inhibiting. So it's like you know sometimes you just 
it's, it's, it's hard like pregnancy is not easy it's not just like oh you're pregnant you got a baby and you're like it's really not, it's really not it's really a lot and then you know with me I find that like for some reason my energy is like very low um I'm very tired all the time like right now I'm tired <laughs> I'm very tired all the time and, you know, and I get oh my gosh I get lightheaded so easily now which is you know, it's like, it's not easy. And it's not about, like, women, you know, pregnant women, they're talking about stuff. It's not complaining. It's like, it's just a reality. Like, pregnancy is hard. You know? Pregnancy is hard. You're literally eating for two. Like, my appetite has been absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> like, I went from, I could go a whole day without eating. I would go to a restaurant, not finish my food, that type of thing, to, like, just being, like, having this ravenous appetite. So, Yeah. I think, you know, guys, just be a better, be a bigger support system and, like, really try to understand, like, you're, you're being, your, your child's mother is literally housing a human, you know, a human that's sucking everything, all the life out of her, um, <laughs> all the energy, all the food, you know, and while she's still trying to maintain her normal life, so just, you know, remember that, like, like, think about, like, if, if you've had a baby, like, think of, a, like, think about your kid being on your hip 24-7. Like, literally, when you go to the bathroom, when you go eat, when you go to sleep, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, I mean, you know, once once that baby gets, like, you know, nice size, once about to hit the fourth, fifth month, the baby starts kicking stuff, sleeping gets seriously uncomfortable, you know? You go to the bathroom, it's pressure when you go to <laughs> when you go out of pee, like, I mean, pregnancy is just not easy, and it's not about complaining, it's about, like, the reality of things, and to make it easier sometimes we just need that other person there just to kind of like be with us on like you know you got this like I'm, I'm here for you you know you you need to cry I got you you know you just need to you need to lay up with me I got you you know I mean because there's always the fun part of pregnancy you know when the woman just you know wants to jump your bones every five seconds that's fun <laughs> so you know be a support for us you know, you know what I'm saying fun times will come but yeah, prenatal depression is real. And I do advise women, like, don't take it lightly. If you really feel depressed, you need to either get some help, you know, or talk to your sister. Or other you know, and men, hear, hear women out. Like, listen to them. Because for me, like, all it takes is, like, I just need you to understand. Say I understand. Check on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need you to be my therapist. I just need you to just let me know that you're there. You know, while I'm housing your humans. <laughs> depression real if you feel like you have it like I do advise you to kind of seek out you know therapy or maybe even if you have a trusted person like in your church or if you don't go to church you know in your life it's real and we also have to understand that like every little thing affects the baby you know um when I wasn't feeling well and I was throwing up a lot and like recently I found out I have a stomach ulcer they checked the heartbeat and the heartbeat was elevated every single time. Like, and it was like, it was going up and down at one point and then it was just staying up. Because when it was going up and down, I was over here nervous and stuff. So, you know, then it was just like, okay, mommy's stressed out, I am too. So, men, uh, men keep that in mind too, you know? Your woman's sad, like, that affects the baby, you know? Your woman's happy, that affects the baby. <laughs> She's stressed out. It affects the baby. So, just keep that in mind, you know? You want your child to be 
housed and incubated in the healthiest, most positive, you know, incubation that it can. But yeah, pregnancy is, is it's intense every time. It doesn't get easier. It just gets different. So, you know, that's really what I wanted to talk about today. Just like, you know, pregnancy and saying what you mean and um, I'm definitely going to try to do some more of the love chats um, a lot of scenarios like I said I probably I feel like there will be other people more equipped to talk about those things so um, when I can get Derek back on I will try maybe this weekend we'll do an episode and then um, I'll also do one with my co-host um, because some like I said some of them I'm, I can absolutely promise you that (laughs) they will have a definitely a better uh response than I would so um yeah so I'm definitely gonna try to do more love chats like you know to kind of shake things up a little bit um and I definitely will get more consistent um one thing that I have decided to do which I recommended um you know sometimes we have these big goals for the year and it sometimes seems too overwhelming sometimes to attack and I've decided to give myself monthly goals instead of year um instead of kind of like a year thing like this year I want to do this I want to do that I want to and and which I still have those but I think monthly goals are definitely um a little bit more reachable and attainable sometimes depending on how much is going on in our life so one of the monthly goals I have for March is definitely to be more consistent with this um I I am working on a huger wow that is probably not a word I'm working on a much bigger platform um for joining the group chat which will open us to be able to do a lot more things and I'm super excited um I've actually been working on it for a while but you know um it's it's coming together um I think I was just kind of trying to make sure I had the right house for the platform, if that makes sense. Um, the right people working with it. Because um, where I want to take it is way more than just this. You know, um, as I said in a previous episode, like I want to do Join the Group Chat Live one day. Um, I really have a lot of ideas and I just need a kind of a bigger platform, more resources. So I cannot wait until I can actually talk about it for real. Um, but we're still solidifying some things, still sending some things, still, you know, ironing out details and everything. So, like I said, um, I will definitely be getting, um, y'all two favorite people back. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's always interesting, I think, when Derek comes on here because we definitely always have a very interesting conversation afterwards. But, um, I'm excited because, you know, um, this... 2020 20 is so interesting because you know you know I told you guys last year like I never said 2019 was my year never said that um just because I literally felt since like the end of 2019 I was like I know 2019 is going to be rough like I for some reason I just knew it like I just knew it wasn't gonna be my year to prosper like and it wasn't it was a very hard year and I went through a lot of stuff um but I, I knew that 2020 was gonna be my year and not just because it was a cool year, but I just knew it. And so this year, it's a lot of stuff happening. Um, hopefully, 
uh, my relationship status will change again this year um, for the last time. Uh, well, actually, it well technically it should change two more times, but um, that the last the second one will be the last one. Yeah, guys. Um, and then also, of course, welcoming a beautiful bundle of joy, which I am anyone who knows me knows knows what I am hoping for. Um, but of course, I, absolutely, I'm definitely just praying for a healthy beautiful baby um it doesn't matter that it doesn't really matter the gender but it, it does matter you know because we have like six girls five girls Ooh, no five girls but um no seriously I'm, I'm very excited I, I'm I think with uh, everything you know I had to take time to kind of really just be grateful that um just be grateful, you know, that I'm able to conceive. And I know that sounds weird, but I mean, I have encountered so many women who have, who aren't able to conceive or they've only had one child and they've tried for years. And I know that there, I actually have had some, I've had two, two people who called themselves my friend, stop being my friend because they, they literally like, and I'm, and I, and I'm not saying it to be any type of way, but they literally were jealous of the fact that I was able to conceive children so easily like it was my you know like it like and and it was weird because I felt guilty but then you know like it was my fault because they weren't able to conceive um so I am I am always grateful you know for life and for to be able to be a mother and to be able to have children I do think there's a million other ways to be a mother um maybe not a million but you know what I mean (laughs) um there's there's other ways to be a mother it's not just about birthing children um you know just like real quick anyone knows like um, you know, I was talking to my mom and I'm like, with Amaya, the, the dad she knows is her dad. You know what I mean? Like that's, I mean, that's her dad. There's, there's no, has nothing to do with, um, creation or DNA or genetics. Uh, cause I think the purpose for DNA and genetics is literally creation. That's it. That doesn't make you a mother. It doesn't make you a father. You know, my biological mother, I don't call her mom. I call her Leah, you know, um, for many reasons, uh, just because she gave birth to me does not make her my mom. You know, uh, my mom is, um, is is my mom in Jersey, you know. And I, I call her mom sometimes just out of habit, I think. But, um, but you know, my mom is, is who raised me, who nurtured me and, well, you know, <laughs> nurtured me and loved me. And, um, but, you know, that's neither here or there. But, you know, um, I say that to say that you know I'm grateful for my children I'm grateful for life I'm grateful for everything um I'm grateful for the literal literal man of my dreams um in my life you know our relationship is definitely not perfect at all (laughs) we have our days we have our moments but like and when I say that I mean like my the man of my dreams was muscular like a muscular teddy bear he had tattoos um, military, he knows how to ride a motorcycle, um, loved my kids as his own, which, you know, and he's definitely has done that, um, I'm not gonna lie, you know, like, sexy as hell, and my man is everything, so, like, literally, and when I say the man of my dreams, I literally mean, like, that's my dream guy, um, I have never had, never ever met anyone who checked off all the boxes, and he does, and I mean, like, um, ever since I was, like, in middle school, high school, before I knew what a man was, you know, like, I had all those, like, tattoos, 
like everything taller than me <laughs> uh great body yeah all of that so i'm just i'm i'm really grateful i'm just i'm just in a season of grateful i am learning to try to stop complaining about stuff and try to stop looking at um things so, so negatively um i've had a rough couple of months um people showing me their true colors you know family all that stuff and um i've been put in situations where it just makes me homesick and i mean i still am homesick it makes me really want to um sometimes i i just want to pack up and move back home um just because i've some of the stuff i've gone through down here I've, i never would i know that i never would have gone through up there um just because of my friends and i know that like they would have never done some of the stuff that um even my so-called biological family has done to me down here um sometimes it gets really lonely down here for me and not lonely like you know of course i have my boyfriend and um his mom is amazing um you know i have my cousins but it gets lonely in the sense of um sometimes i feel like i'm going through a lot and i go through by myself you know because i always have to be something for everybody else and it's like sometimes i don't want to be so strong you know what i mean like sometimes i just want to be me i just want to be able to say like listen i'm 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 sad like i just want to you know hug on you or whatever you know in in whatever capacity and sometimes it gets lonely because i i feel by myself a lot you know um and i feel like you know i don't know sometimes i just don't feel understood a little you know understood by the people around me and just like sometimes i, I know i know Derek is like you know because uh, I know sometimes, like, I'll be like, hey, like, baby, I miss you so much. Like, I just want to be around you. Like, where are you? You know, can we go for lunch? And he's so, you know, and and it's not a big deal to him. But sometimes it's a big deal to me. Like, sometimes I just, like, I just need to see him or I just want to see him, you know, because I'll be feeling sad or something like that. And I just think it's, even though I've been down here three years, I still get really homesick. So, you know, and I, but I'm learning to try to stop comparing Jersey to down here um, because it's not the same and it's never going to be the same. Um, and now this is something I've been learning in the past couple of days. So bear with me, you know, sometimes I go back and revert back to um, talking about I'm miserable down here. Um, but, you know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for the lessons. I'm grateful. The, I'm grateful for the struggle. Um, and it's weird because just a couple of days ago, I was just like, not in that type of mental space, but I am. And teaching me a lot is making me tough, you know? Um, I keep so much in that sometimes it comes out the wrong time. It like, it just, I just can't help it, you know? Um, perfect example. Uh, perfect example. Uh, what was it? Not last night. The night before last. Yeah, the the night before last. Right? What was the last night? Okay, anyway, I was out to dinner. And, okay, no, this is Monday. So, yeah, night before last. And, uh, something had, something had happened. Somebody told me they were going to do something. And... I'm vouching for them. You know what I mean? Like, nah, they won't they ain't gonna they ain't gonna play me again. They ain't gonna do it again. You know? Um, they wouldn't play me like that. Nah, we we solved everything. You know, we we uh, we squashed everything. We we forgave each other. We good, we in a good place. 
They understand my position. They they won't they won't do that to me again. They will not do that to me again. And uh it turned out that they did <laughs> they ended up doing it again. Um now I have completely cut them off. Um I just I can't. I just can't. But um because they're making me, you know, kinda uh, compromise another situation or compromise another relationship or I, I wouldn't even say compromise because I it, it wasn't like that it was more like you're putting me you're you know I'm burdening somebody else because of your mistake or because of your actions and uh and then, then I was like you know what it's okay you know I'll just go home you know even though I really it was really just you know needed to go um, back to where I came from at the time because um, I needed you know for work and stuff like that. Um, but then I was like, you know what? It's okay. If I if I lose that job, and I mean, because at that point I was kind of like, you know what? I'll just go home. If I lose a job, I just have to figure something else out. You know, just because I'm like I don't like burdening people. I don't like feeling like you know I'm inconveniencing. That's the word I was looking for. Inconveniencing someone. You know, and and never. I mean, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that vibe was giving off. It was more like. I just don't, I just feel guilty with stuff like that, even though I knew, like, I really needed to do what I had to do, um, for more reasons than one, but anyway, um, you know, that stuff like that just, it's, it's hard for me to deal with, you know, it's because, it's just, but anyway, I mean, the, the point was, I'm sorry, got off track a little bit. The point was, um, you know, we were at dinner and I ended up feeling like, you know, I was inconvenienced to someone and then, you know, the person was pretty much saying like, you know, no, I like I understand. So because I understand, you know, we, we're going to do this. And I, for some reason, as soon as they said it, I just like, I couldn't control it. I just started crying. I was like, oh my God, uh, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. You know, and I went in the bathroom and I was like broke down crying and it was because I just felt like, you know, sometimes I pray, I pray and I'm like, God, please give me a break, you know, because I feel like it's one thing after another, like I can't catch a break and it's just like the same people that I'm always there for and inconveniencing myself, using my time, my money, oh, my money, I hate wasting money, you know, resources and all that. And it's like when it comes to me, they can't do the same. And, um, and it was interesting cause it come to find out, you know, uh, cause we ended up having a conversation the next day. Oh, well yesterday. And, um, you know, it, it was just some old, like they've always felt this way, kind of like animosity, I guess. And it's weird. Cause like, it's from my biological family. So it's like, it's just, I, I don't know. It's the whole thing is just weird. Um, because it's like, I can't help that. I came back, you know what I mean? Like, I can't help that my family found me. And it's just like, how how in the world do you feel this way? Like, you know, I'm like, we've been close for almost 10 years now. You know what I mean? Like, with this whole time you were saying, you know, you were feeling like this and you really didn't want me around. Like well, you know, that's neither here nor there. The point was, um, I just kind of broke down, you know, because I just felt like, you know, people really don't understand how hard I work. And I mean, now past couple weeks I have been working too hard because uh you know the doctor had kind of sat me down and which uh for you know at the time I really wasn't 
with my baby. <laughs> At the time, I really wasn't um happy about it, but in hindsight, it's very. I think it was it was a wise decision to kind of calm me down a little bit because now I've been really uh sick, you know, with my stomach and everything. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, I see why you were sitting me down. Um, but the point was, people don't understand how you know how much I really go through. I go through a lot of stuff that I don't talk about. Um, how hard I really work, you know. So it's like when stuff kind of still seems like it's just not working. Um, yeah, it's just kind of hard to deal with. And then on top of that, like, and I'm not saying that my boyfriend has everything together. Um, I mean, to be honest, he has most of his shit together. Like, I mean, for real. But I just never want to feel like I'm looking undone in front of him. You know what I mean? Like, I never, and I never want to feel like I'm, like, I know that he, he, I know that he, and he never puts out that vibe. I just never want to look like I don't have my shit together in front of him. So, I think that, that also made me cry, too. So, because I was just like, oh. But, um, but it's okay, you know? Like I said, I'm grateful for the lesson, grateful for the struggle. And I know that, you know, it's not going to be like this always. Definitely not. Um, one thing about me, uh, it may, it may take me like a couple days, a couple, you know, maybe, maybe in like a couple weeks, but I know how to grind. I know how to hustle, um, the right way guys. Um, I, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm a, uh, I, I don't never like to say jack of all trades cause you know, jack of all trades, master of none, but no, I'm, I'm a master of some trades. So I know, like, I know how to fix my situation. I just, you know, because I honestly haven't had much energy and I've been in so much pain the past week, but Thank God they finally got the medication uh together where the pain is kind of a minimum at the moment. Um, you know, I, I can do better going forward. So I'm excited, guys. I'm excited. We're just reflecting. Um, yeah, so thank you again for listening to the next episode of JTGC. Next time, one, I will not be by myself. I don't know who's going to be on the next time, but I will not be by myself. And like I said, I will get back to, um, I know it was twice a week, but what I'm going to commit to is one episode a week for right now. Um, just to build the consistency. And then, hey, you know, because like I said, we're going to have a midweek with just me and then one of my co-hosts. So if we can get that back together, then, you know, great. But I know for sure I'll definitely be start doing one a week. Um, so thanks for listening guys. And as always, if you have any suggestions, any questions, any advice you want me, Derek, or, um, my co-host to address, just, uh, hit me up on Snapchat at Nakaya J, Instagram at Nakaya J, Twitter at Nakaya J. I'm pretty sure my Facebook is at Nakaya J too. So everything is at N-A-K-A-Y-A-H-J-A-Y. Um, for some reason, most of you guys hit me up on Snapchat, but If you guys want to hit me up anywhere else, feel free. And as always, have a great day, guys.